This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. It's 7.45 on the button, and we're connecting with Wendy Christine of Integrated Health Solution. Last week, we started what's going to be a multi-part series around women's health. And October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so we're talking about breast health this morning. A uh, very good morning to you, Wendy. Are you well? Good morning, Brad. I am well, thank you. Good, good. We're all well this side. I'm ready to get into this conversation. This is such an integral part of women's health. Um, being a, a man and being married and not always having so many conversations around this topic with my wife, I'm looking forward to what you're saying as a lady. Is it something that, that some women neglect? Um, how do you feel about that? Yes, I think, you know, it, it can be a source of anxiety for some women and then for others, they just take things for granted. So you you forget to look at what's going on in your body. Um, I think what happens is we can get so busy and we can, you know, be involved with the kids and, mm. you know, all the things that need to happen and we can neglect ourselves. And this is an area that we really should not be neglecting. Yeah, I think that you're absolutely right. So a frequent self-examination of breasts uh, allows you to pick up any problems that there might be. So so tell us, what, what are you feeling for that's going to be a warning sign? So any changes. I think the, the, the most important thing about frequently examining your breasts is allowing you to know your body. Because if you know your you're the only expert of your body. You, you know yourself better than anybody else does. So yeah. you can pick up those changes if you're looking for them or not if you're looking for them, but if you're checking. Um, And so we want to check for consistent texture of the skin, skin tone and temperature. So the the temperature of your breast should be the same as the temperature everywhere else in the body. If there's any heat coming from the breast, then we know there's a problem. Mm. The other thing we want to look for is an absence of a discharge and absence of pain. So tell us a little bit about then, you've spoken about the texture, skin tone and temperature. Give us a bit of more details as to what you need to be feeling for and what's really an alarm bell. So lumps in the breasts are obviously one of the most concerning things. But sometimes it's natural. The breast tissue is lumpy. um, But as long as it's consistently lumpy and it's nothing new, then that generally is fairly normal. Um, It's only when there's changes and that could be... um, a lump just by itself, or it could be accompanied by a puckering of the skin, hmm. a change in skin color around the, the particular area, um, and any indentations or anything that is different or abnormal for your body. Hmm. So that's why it's important to know yourself and to know your body quite well. Um, what about, you, you spoke about temperature. Uh, that seems unusual. Tell us more about that. Yeah, so any bacterial in- infection or inflammation in some of the ducts inside the breast can cause, um, a, obviously, infection, which can cause inflammation. Mm. And that inflammation can cause a change in temperature. So uh, a heat, any heat around the breast accompanied with tenderness and pain should be checked out because there's obviously something going on there. There could be um, a bacterial inflammation or some form of inflammation in the breast. When we started, we were talking about some of the things to pick up in self-examination. You spoke about uh, discharge. Now, I'm guessing, of course, breastfeeding uh, is one. But if there's uh, if you're not breastfeeding and there's a discharge, again, that sounds like a source of concern. Yes. So the only thing that should really come out of the breast is milk, and that would be at the time of having a baby and breastfeeding. Um, if there's anything else, anything pussy or any... Um, Anything that's abnormal that is coming out of the, out of the nipple itself, 
that um, you would want to investigate further because that shouldn't be happening. Pain doesn't seem normal. So um, if, you, if you're doing a self-examination and you're feeling something uncomfortable, um, what is normal and what is a source of concern? So breast tenderness can be a fairly common um, problem for, for many women. There shouldn't be pain, and generally it, it's cyclical. So if, if somebody is close to their, their uh, menstrual period, the breast can be a little bit more tender. If they fall pregnant, um, the beginning of that, that pregnancy, the breast can be very tender. That's a change of hormones, which is fairly normal. Yeah. But it shouldn't be consistent. You shouldn't have sore breasts all month round. But if there is mm-hmm. some breast tenderness, I would definitely speak to your doctor first. And then you could maybe look at supplementing with something like evening primrose oil, which is really helpful to reduce breast tenderness. And lumpiness, you know, if you've got mm. consistent lumpiness in the breast, the, the evening primrose oil helps for that. So uh, I'm, I know we need to talk a little bit about um, how to maintain healthy breasts, but when you uh, the things that you've shared with us now this morning about the, temp- the texture, skin tone, temperature, discharge and pain, I mean, if that happens then you're saying, okay, off to the doctor. I mean, that's, that's abnormal. Um, is it just best to go just to your GP? What should you do? Well, you can either speak to your GP or you can speak to a gynecologist. Obviously, a gynecologist is more specialized in women's health, well, breast and um, ovarian and uterine health. Mm. Um, but you can definitely speak to the doctor. The doctor can then advise whether you need to go and have further investigation. Um, and in my opinion, it's always better to raise a concern and it's nothing than yeah. to ignore it and it's something. So I would rather err on the side of caution and go and have the problem checked out. And there's, uh, you know, have, having a healthy body requires certain amounts of, of things that we often talk about. The diet, supplementing, how we move, what we eat, what we drink, what we don't drink, water intake. I mean, these are just all round. This is good advice to take care of your body in general. And it's the same for women, right, and breast health? Yes, exactly. So, you know, the obvious ones are maintaining a healthy weight. Um, if you're at a healthy weight, it's much easier to feel any inconsistencies in the breast tissue. Um, if we're exercising, we are getting rid of toxins. We are um, fit and healthy, and that is also very good for, um, for maintaining healthy breasts and healthy lifestyles. Um, maintaining good hydration levels, again, this is one of the common ones. It's across the board. It's beneficial for everything. Um, I think especially for breast health, it's very important to, to limit alcohol intake. Mm. Um, and another thing is to, to be cautious about the types of foods, the types of fats that you're eating. Oh. Because estrogen is always stored in the fatty tissue. So whether it's the animal that you're eating or whether it's ourselves, Excess estrogen gets stored in that fatty tissue. So preferably eating lean products, lean um, animal products, Mm. is going to be better for our health in general, but especially for breast health, because we don't need extra estrogen in our bodies. That's the problem. That's generally what causes um, um, breast health issues. There are many causes, Mm. various causes for breast cancer, but estrogen is one one of the primary ones that does. Yeah, that's such a tricky thing because you never really know who it uh, is going to affect. And since this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and that's why we're having this conversation, uh, it's not really possible to say exactly who's going to get it. I mean, we know there's certainly genetics involved. I've had this conversation with my wife around what's happened in her family. But you, do you, can you tell? Is it impossible to know? You just need to keep checking, like you're saying, and just take good care of yourself and check, be checked regularly to keep it at bay? 
there certainly are with, with family with family history there are certain genetic tests that can be done to see if you have that particular gene. But I think with today's lifestyle and with everything that we're exposed to in the environment and our foods and all sorts of things, people that would not normally have developed um, breast cancers are developing breast cancers. Mm. And so we do need to be more vigilant. We do need to be more mindful of what we're eating, what we're putting into our bodies and what we're checking for. So I think that's very important. Um, if, if there are certain people that are, definitely have a higher risk. If you have a family history, mm. you know, if your mom and your aunt and your cousin and your sister and everybody else in the family line and there's a strong family history of breast cancer, you really do want to keep checking very regularly for yourself. Yeah. Um, if there's less breast cancer in the family, then you still want to be checking, but it's probably not as likely that it's going to happen in, to, to you. But as I said, you know, we don't really know because our lifestyles are so different and we are exposed to so many toxins and chemicals and all sorts of other things that are unnatural for our bodies. We want to avoid these things. I don't think it, it's necessary to say, well, you know, it's an inevitability, it's in the genes, or to say no. this is just the world mm-hmm. we live in, you know, it's a ticking time bomb, you just never know, and look how many people it's happening to. And I think for us to rest in that place is not a good place because we can take care of our bodies, we can we can prevent these things or we can hold them off by just taking better care of ourselves. And I think generally if we look at ourselves and even those of us who want to be healthy still don't get it right all the time, really maintaining a really good weight and and not eating this but eating more of that, it isn't easy in this world we live in. It's like such intentionality and planning and wanting to to be the best version of ourselves that we can be and, and to thrive. Yes. And, and there are just so many components. It's not just about the food you're eating mm-hmm. or the exercise that you're doing. There's a whole round approach. We need to have good interactions with people. So we have um, have good, healthy social um, relationships. We need to have personal relationships that are feeding ourselves so yeah. that we can thrive. Um, you know, we need to sort out our spiritual well-being. Yes. There, there's so many different components. Our relationship with the environment. We can't live in fear. I think that's, that's the worst thing that we can be doing. But we certainly can have an awareness and we can make sure that we do the best that we can do for our bodies. We're never going to get it right 100% of the time. But if we can do the best that we can and we make the best choices, I think we, you know, we stand the best time and to maintain good health. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.